Welcome to Life, Lessons, and Laughter with your host, Glenn Ambrose. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. So today we are talking about the vibration of love. What does Hi, that Ben. What do you think? What does that mean? It's, you know, everything has a vibration. You know, we're vibrational beings. We live in a vibrational universe. Everything's energy. Everything has a vibration. So, so I was thinking of, you know, like <laughs> it's, I kind of had a, a, a bit of a rough day yesterday and, you know, stuff was just trying to claw in at me. And um, I got up this morning and it was a little bit like that again. And I was like, screw that. Like, it's no, <laughs> you know, no. So I, I just kind of was like, well, what, how can I recenter and really get myself into a better space? And I started thinking, you know, foundationally, which I like to, and it's really about love. You know, it's, it's getting back to the vibration of love and just vibrating from there. That's like this, that's like um, everything in its simplest form. Because right. a lot of times, you know, it's a lot of times we'll try to use tools, which the tools can be helpful. And uh, they can be really helpful sometimes. <laughs> you know, and we talk about a lot of tools, you know, how to deal with this, how to deal with that. And, um, but a lot of times getting right down to the core mentality, sometimes going right to that is the most helpful. Um, sometimes using little tools are a little bit more helpful depending on a situation. But if you're going to use a tool, it's important to understand where that tool comes from, like what the, what the foundation of it is. So a lot of times what I do is I, I go all the way down to the core and then I work, like I kind of walk back towards the problem <laughs> from, you know, so if everything, if love is the foundation of everything and it's the foundation of everything that's good, then if I anchor into the vibration of love, and I just start there and then I go back and I start walking towards the problem and I go, okay, well, um, what was stressing me out or what was bothering me? It's like, well, is that important? It's like, well, compared to love? No, <laughs> like, you know, no, nothing's really important compared to love. Like everything's going to everything in our life on an earthly plane is going to work out if I'm vibrating from a place of love. So it's, it's the, as I can get caught up in the worldly things and, you know, living by sight and not by faith. And what happens when I get caught up with that is the worldly things start becoming more important. And I, my vibration starts shifting like those worldly things are important, which induces fear. So, which affects my mood because now all of a sudden I'm fearful, you know? So if, if, if I start focusing in a vibration of love and vibrating at that, then it's 
what's interesting is that I know that whatever I'm worried about, I am like a million times more capable of making the right choices or dealing with it properly or having a good result if I'm coming from the vibration of love. And even if it doesn't work out, if I'm vibrating at the vibration of love, then I'm literally in love. Like, what? <laughs> it's okay. You know, if something doesn't go my way and I'm vibrating in love, I'm like, oh, well, it didn't go my way. Yeah, of course, sometimes that happens. And I can accept it because I'm in the vibration of love. If things do go my way, I go, oh, isn't that wonderful? They went my way. And that's wonderful because I'm in the vibration of love. But I'm not necessarily attached to it. I don't, you know, I'm like, oh, that's wonderful. And it's an enhancement of how I feel. But I know that that situation outside going my way didn't cause my love. Because I'm already in it. It was just an enhancement of my love. So no matter whether if things go good or things go bad, if I'm vibrating in the I'm in the foundational vibration of love, it's just a wonderful experience. The opposite is if I'm not. <laughs> right. If I'm not vibrating in the vibration of love and then things don't go my way, it's a freaking problem. You know, now we, we, this, is, this is not good. And the problem can eat me up. It can consume me. I can, it can really throw my mood off. If things go my way, I might, you know, at least on an unconscious level, if not conscious, think that something going my way actually caused the goodness that I feel inside. I think it caused it. And then if I think it caused it, I'll try to duplicate it <laughs> so I can continue feeling good. And then I'll attach to it and I'll be like, when, when things go my way, I feel good. When things don't go my way, I don't feel good. I need to make sure things go my way. You know, and then you start getting in, uh, locked into that mentality of control. And it's, you know, that's a, not a pretty path. <laughs> uh, let's go back for a second to just the, the, the term itself, right? So um, the vibration of love. Uh, I know that we've touched on it many times during the course of all of the podcasts, but uh, can you expand a little bit into just the, the, what, you, what you mean when you say vibration? Yeah, I mean, you know, everything has a vibration to it. And it's if you pay really close attention, if you get still, you can actually feel it and start getting comfortable with vibrations. You can start getting familiar with vibrations. And um, a lot of it, like uh, one example I use, it doesn't really apply to what we're talking about, but that's probably better. <laughs> Because it just gives a, a kind of an outside example of vibration. Like everything has a vibration. Dysfunctions have a vibration. So, so a lot of times I'll see this vibration in like alcoholism. Alcoholism has a vibration. So a lot of times you'll see people that have grown up in an alcoholic home end up 
in alcoholic relationships, even if they've been able to, you know, steer themselves away from any type of addiction like alcoholism, because they saw the damage that it did. So, you know, some people can see the damage that it did, say they're never going to drink, then start drinking and then get caught up in the addiction because it's so strong in them. But some people can be like, you know, they're not an alcoholic or they're, they're so, um, you know, turned off by the dysfunction that, that they saw that they make sure they never go in that direction or, you know, whatever, but they'll be there and, you know, they'll be completely against um, drinking and the dysfunction of alcoholism. And I've seen it many times where they end up married to an alcoholic. Yeah. You know, and it's, and a lot of times they even, I even see it fairly commonly where they end up married to an alcoholic that wasn't an alcoholic when they got married. Why is that? Well, because that person actually has the vibration of alcoholism within them. They just, they're, they're like, they could be holding themselves together and not drinking very much at that particular time. And then when their life gets worse, they really fall into their addiction. It was there within them vibrating. It was part of their vibrational makeup. It just hadn't fully manifested yet. And see, this is what I mean with vibration. It's like, you know, somebody will, will just say for the sake that the, the, the man in, the, in a relationship is, a, is an alcoholic and the, the woman that is not an alcoholic, but she grew up in an alcoholic family. So like she, she can see, you know, she can meet five guys going five different dates and ah, he's all right. He's all right. He's all right. And then she'll fall in love with the alcoholic <laughs> because it's just like, there's something about him. There's an intangible. She feels comfortable around him. There's because she felt she was in an alcoholic home. So that, that she's used to being around that vibration. It feels familiar. You know, and then that's why she can connect with somebody and it's like, geez, I don't know. I feel comfortable, more comfortable around this person than other people. I don't know what it is. Well, it's vibrational. That's what it is. <laughs> you know? Right. Okay. Um, well, thank you for explaining that. Uh, yeah, that's, you know, that's the, that's vibrationally, um, that's how vibrations can work. So, you know, what we want to do with our spiritual walk is get, really familiar with good vibrations you know especially love and like if you just fill yourself up with love and then all of a sudden you know you're really still and you're just feeling like what does love feel like what is i want to feel love in my heart and just feel the feeling of love start building um if you need to bring up somebody that you have a deep love for to, 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 to pull up that vibration and that feeling within you and then pay attention to it and be like, Oh, what's this feel like? And if you pay really close attention, like you'll come up with your own words to describe it. And like, it could be like, Oh, it's a, it's a warm fullness, safety, type feeling, whatever, you know, come up with your own words to describe it and just get familiar with what that feels like. And it will, it'll draw that vibration in more. The more you do that, the more you'll be vibrating in the energy of love, the more. And what's cool too, is the more you get familiar with those types of vibrations, 
then when you're outside of them, the more you can, it's kind of like building a roadmap to get back to it. So like if you're, if you're really feeling off and you're like, you know, I don't, I don't know what's wrong. I don't, I don't know what's, you know, not right. But all of a sudden you have these words and this vibration you're familiar with. And you're just like, I'm just going to try to feel, get back to that vibration. I'm just going to try to get back to that. And you'd be like, but you're so distant from it that you don't even know how to get there. Well, then you can start using those words like, well, I, I want to feel this sense of safety and warmth. And then all of a sudden, it's, it's like it triggers that vibration is somewhere inside of you. So all of a sudden, it starts triggering it and it starts coming back up to the surface as you kind of beckon it. And then you can feel it and then you can sit in that vibration more. And the longer you sit in that vibration or the more often you bring it in, the more it's going to make up your vibrational being, the more a part of you it's going to be. And uh, what if you're not in the vibration of love? How do you get there? Like you talked about earlier being in a vibration of fear or, or, you know, whatever else it it is. How do you get back to or get to, you know, or get back? Because everybody, everybody is there at some point, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, everybody gets there, gets off. So it's, you know, like I said, I mean, it's... that's why it's helpful getting familiar with it because it, the more familiar you are with it, the easier it is to get back to it. You know, if you felt it once six months ago and you're like, how do I get back there? You know, I felt it for 15 seconds, six months ago. Uh, you know, I mean, you can still do it. It's within us. It's just going, that's going to be going to require a little bit more energy than if, you know, if, if you've been feeling it on a regular basis, you can make it a morning ritual just to feel love within you for five minutes every morning. I mean, that, that just that could change your life, <laughs> um, you know, but a, a lot of it is just really um, letting go of the worldly stuff, you know, letting go of the, the transitional stuff that we think is so important. It's, and we think it's, it's, it's not that, you know, we have to, we have, I think we have to really live our lives responsibly. And I think that the, the little catch point that I have to work myself around sometimes when I get caught up in it is my mind will tell me that, well, it's yeah, sure. You know, vibrating in love and being love and being peace and being joy and all that stuff is wonderful, Glenn. But like, you've got bills to pay, (laughs) right? You know, uh, you know, you, you can't, you know, vibrate love at the people when they come to repo your car, you know, you, they respond to money. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, if they don't get their money, then, you know, you can vibrate at love all you want. So, and, and I, there is some truth to it. It's just that it's not, it's not an overpowering truth. See what your ego likes to do is it likes to confuse you. So it takes in something that has a morsel of truth and just holds that in front of your face. So 
yes, of course we need to have money. Of course we need to take care of our responsibilities. But that doesn't mean that it's more important than love. You know, it doesn't mean that. And that's what we have to remember is that it, 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 and it doesn't have to be one or the other. As a matter of fact, it's when we're vibrating in the, in the, the mode of love, it enhances our ability to accomplish things. You know, when, when there is, if we're vibrating, like there's, there's things that cause financial difficulties and they're all founded in fear, you know, uh, a mentality of, of lack of not deserving of panic of, Oh my God, how am I going to get this taken care of? All that stuff is all fear-based and we don't function well in fear and it limits us. And most likely it's caused the problem in the first place. <laughs> so if we bring in more fear, oh my God, and control and tightness and constriction, that's not what helps us fix it. Can we push through sometimes? See, this is the part that's confusing is sometimes we just, we're all wrapped up in fear and lack and we push through anyway. And we don't open up to spirituality and, and we take all this forced action and it's really hard and somehow we get through and we get on the other side of our difficulty. And it's really hard, torturous, painful. It sucks. But we get on the other side of it and then we go, oh, okay, see, so that's how you get through stuff. It's like, no, you didn't get through it because you, you know, yeah, that's one way. I mean, it was freaking horrible the whole way. Like, <laughs> you know, there is another way. Like, there's another way to accomplish everything that you want that's, that's more joyful, you know, less pain-filled and has better results and actually can even prevent you from ending up in the same place down the road. Just because you're on the other side of something now doesn't mean you're on the right side of like where you could have been from it, you know? Yeah. We, you know, we live so dysfunctionally that it's, it's this mentality that, that we have to push through, you know, and that's the right thing to do. No, you don't understand. Like I, my, I have real problems. So I have to, I have to live life. Um, like, it, you know, money is just such a good example because, <laughs> you know, you don't have money and it's like, it, it's very easy to live spiritually or it's easier to live spiritually when you're dealing with people. When you deal with something tangible like materials, especially like money, you know, it's like, well, I just don't have the money to pay rent and they're going to throw me out. So don't tell me to live spiritual. This isn't a spiritual issue. But everything's a spiritual issue, you know, because you pro if you were vibrating in a lack of, I mean, in a vibration of abundance and love, then you probably wouldn't be in that position in the first place. But what people do, instead of working on their vibration and working on dealing with a problem through the energy of love, they, they constrict even more and push and close off. And, and they'll, you know, we always get through one way or another, we get through. You could get evicted from your apartment. It's happened to me. <laughs> I've, you know, I've gotten kicked out and homeless and slept in my car and 
you know what? Somehow that worked out. I, I was on the other side of it in a warm place to live later on. So I did get through that. But the way I went through that journey was miserable and horrible and tight, you know, where if I, if I focus on love, then I'm bringing, I, I have all this fear and I can muscle through it with all this fear and fear and fear and maybe get to the other side torturously somehow, or I can bring in love. You know, if, if I have a fearful situation, I bring in more fear, it just makes it worse of a situation. But if I have a fearful situation, I bring in love. Now all of a sudden it minimizes the fear and I work through and it might not necessarily be easy, but it's going to be calmer. It's going to be more manageable. And I have a better chance of not duplicating it in the future because I brought more love in, which breeds things like abundance, um, worthiness, you know, as we increase our love. So it's just because you made it through something like a, just like a bull just running into it and pushing and pushing and pushing. I mean, think, was it fun? Like, no, it was really hard. Then try something different, you know? And that, that's the key is we think better. We're more effective when we're functioning from a vibration of love. Things go smoother. Things fall into place. People are more reasonable. You know, it's, it's just it, everything works better in a vibration of love. And the, the, see, the thing that happens if we push through out of fear and we get to the other side, it actually becomes a, a cycle because like when I'm dealing with somebody like that and, and they're not capable of letting go of the, no, I have to push through this. If they're not capable of that, what happens is they, they do. They keep going 90 miles an hour and they're miserable and it's very difficult and they can't work on themselves and they can't focus on fear right now because they got real stuff to deal with. And then they finally get through it. And, they, and they, the whole time they're like, I'll work on myself when I get on the other side of this. But I got to get on the other side of this first. Then they get through. And then, then I go, oh, okay, so we're going to do some work now? And they're like, well, I'm really tired. I was exhausting. I had to do a lot of pushing. So I, I'm just going to catch my breath and then we'll work on stuff. Oh, okay. So then they catch their breath. You go, are you ready to work on stuff? stuff? And they're like, you know what? Life really isn't that bad. I mean, I'm fairly happy. Everything's okay. I don't really have to do the work on myself. I don't really have to change all this stuff. It's okay. It's, it's fine. And then, so they don't do the work <clears throat> on themselves. And then, excuse me, difficulty hits again. And then they start pushing through. And then they start to cycle all over again. You know, and they're just caught in that. It's just misery, struggle, push through, catch your breath, relax for a little bit. Tell, tell yourself that this was only a one-time thing. It's never going to happen again. And your life is actually okay. And then hit another problem and then push through again. And then catch your breath and then tell yourself it's never going to happen again. And they'll just live like that for years, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> never, ever actually changing anything. And uh, so, and then the, the answer to that is to go back to being grounded in 
in love. <laughs> right. Because, because then all, so that's what it looks like, you know, from the fear perspective, from the love perspective, it's like, it's more like, okay, so I have a situation that isn't good, but it's, it's just <laughs> like, just the way I'm saying it already is more peaceful. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I have a situation, you know, it's a life situation. That's it. We have billions of them throughout our lives. It's a, it's a situation that requires my attention. Okay. So what's the best way to deal with this? And just from that, just from a calm, peaceful, loving perspective and non-judgmental, non-anger, your brain can think more clearly. You can come up with more solutions. You can, you can, if, if you're on the phone going, you got to give me more time. What's more likely for somebody to give you more time to come up with money? Screaming at them going, you don't understand. You have to give me more time. This is ridiculous. Is that more effective or is coming from a place of love more effective? No. Nailed it. Good choice, Ben. <laughs> so, you know, if you're sitting there going, hey, listen, I understand that I owe you some money and I understand that, you know, you have a life to live and you need to get it. You need to take care of your responsibilities. Um, you know, I can, if, if you just give me a little bit more time, I know I can work this out and, you know, you can get what you need. And it, like that, that is going to be more, it's more likely that somebody's going to, lean in your direction if you meet them in love than if you're yelling at them out of fear you know and your brain thinks more clearly like i said you come up you see solutions you you stay open and that's how we navigate things by staying open and relaxed and and looking and moving forward of course this action we have to take but take it out of love it, it it multiplies and, and people are happy to help. And it, it, it's just amazing how we can, you know, there's two ways of doing anything. And I've talked about this with like, you know, running late for something. We can go, oh my God, I'm late and drop, you know, grab your keys and then forget your wallet and then run back and get your wallet and then trip. And, or you can just go, okay, I'm late for something. <sighs> Center yourself for three seconds. What do I need to bring with me? My keys, my wallet, my phone. Okay, grab those, walk to the car. Less mistakes happen, everything goes smoothly. It's the same on bigger scale things. There's two ways to do everything, anything, out of love or out of fear. And if it's out of fear, it's constricted, it's forced, it's tight, it's difficult, you're not thinking so clearly. If it's out of love, you're more relaxed, you see more opportunities, you see more solutions more people are more likely to interact with you and help you and give you something you need. If you're coming from a vibration of love and at the end of the day, you're going to get through this one way or another. It's just, you know, how do you want to walk? Like if you have a situation that takes a week to walk through, how do you want to work, walk that week through pain, misery, and constriction or with love, peace, and comfort you know yeah <laughs> it's 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 our choice and the more the more we learn to walk 
through life that way, the more we're going to have a happier life. It's like, how do I have a happy life? Well, like that, like that, that's how it's, we don't, happy life doesn't mean that everything goes our way. And when I say that, everybody laughs. Oh, I, that's not what I want. Yeah, that's ex exactly what you want. That's exactly what we all want. I mean, let's be realistic about it. Subconsciously, when we are irritable and caught up in life, the reason we're irritable and caught up in life is because we want everything to go our way. That's why. <laughs> you know, period. We want everything to go our way. Now, we're not conscious about it. We're not slowing down and going, oh, I think the world revolves around me, so I want everything to go my way. No, of course we're not conscious about it. We're not thinking that. But that's the motivating energy of what's driving our mentality and our mood. It's we want everything to go our way when we want it, how we want it. And if it's not doing that, then we're going to get upset about it. And if we can pull back and relax off of that and anchor down more into the love, we, we, actually, <laughs> we actually end up getting more of what we want. And even if we don't, it's okay because we're, we're vibrating at the end of in the energy of love. <laughs> that's, that's a great, uh, it's a great place to end this episode, <laughs> honestly. Uh, yeah, it's like there's, you know, I, I'm an extremist. So a lot of times I have to draw serious lines in the sand with myself. You know, my mind's very clever and manipulative and rash, rationalizes real well and it can trick and all this stuff. So I try not to get into the games with my mind. <laughs> just cut to the chase. And the, the ch cutting to the chase is just going, you know, nothing's more important than love. I don't care. Well, Glenn, what if your whole world falls apart around you? Well, oh, then I guess I'm going to be happy with the world falling apart around me. Well, because I'm just, I'm, I'm not sacrificing being in love for anything. So if I lose my house, then fine, I'll be in love. If I lose my car, fine, I'll be in love. And what happens is if I, when I really anchor into it like that, not listening to my mind's excuses, usually within five minutes, all of a sudden I go, when I really anchor into the vibration of love, all of a sudden I go, <laughs> I'm not going to lose my house. Why would I lose my house? That's absurd. Like, I'm way more capable of handling everything right now that I'm vibrating in. My mind was trying to keep me vibrating in a vibration of fear and control and telling me that I needed to do that in order to solve problems. And I don't, I'm, this, it's absurd to even think that. Now that I'm really in love, I've got 13 solutions here that I never would have seen if I stayed there. And everything's fine. You know, it's, it's just what we're, the vibration we're caught up in. If we're caught up in that fear, we think we're supposed to stay there and it's gonna help us somehow. If we're able to disconnect and go, no, nothing's more important than love. Nothing's more important than peace. Nothing is more important than happiness. And then we let go of all that stuff. All of a sudden we see like, oh, I get to have all that too. <laughs> as long as I stay in this love, I get to have everything that I thought I was giving up for it. I don't even have to give all that stuff up. That was just a, a trick of my mind. So... 
that's going to do it. I feel <laughs> complete. Good. <laughs> good, good. Uh, you know, if, if you want to contact Glenn, get life coaching services, all of that stuff, all of his content, which is just growing by the day, uh, is at glennambrose.com. And the book is available. Check, to- yes. Check out Down to Earth, The Spiritual Being's Guide to Having a Happy Human Experience. That's what we're talking about, having a happy human experience. We're here. We might as well enjoy it. So now there's a whole book about it. So go check it out. Anywhere books are sold, I think, you know, it's, <laughs> I mean, really it's, it's distributed through Amazon and Barnes and Noble and through Ingram, which is everywhere through the world internationally. So, so you should be able to get it no matter where you are. And if you, if you're not able to, for some reason, email me and we'll find a way to get you on. So, um, thanks for listening everybody. And we'll talk with you soon. Glenn is available for life coaching sessions. To book an appointment or for more information, go to glennambrose.com, follow him on Facebook and Twitter, or click the link in the description of this episode.